What is up? What is up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening to the Carmine Davis Show. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How are y'all? I'm Gucci. I'm having, of course, local issues. So if I sound a little bit different than normal, we've been. I got back with my virtual, my um, trainer, my vocal trainer, virtually, and so. And then I'm doing this like app. It's a mess. Like it's 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 a mess. Like I'm I'm over time. But I'm glad to be here. We going. The show is going to go on as usual. You know, let's dive right into it. Like if you are new to the show, if this is your first time being here, or if you're one of those weird like podcast stalkers that never really follow. You just sit around and listen. Hit that follow, subscribe, like, review, rate this podcast. Because you know what I say. I don't do it for my health. Show some support. I love the love. Our family's getting bigger and bigger every week. <sighs> A lot has happened this week. Um, Let me just go through and, like, tell you what I'm not, what we're not going to do. Okay? That's, that's first and foremost. Okay? Um. Okay, let me just hop right into it. Okay. What we're not going to do is pretend that that shit that Trey Songz did was kosher. I just want to go ahead and give you guys some brief. This is three days ago. Um, You know, we shoot the show Wednesday, Thursday morning um, to have for you guys on your morning commute, Thursday mornings or your um, Thursday work shift or whatever you do. Um. <clears throat> If you don't know, for some reason, there was a video. I got sent a video from my best friend um, about Trey Songz getting into it at a baseball game. So, you know, he was had like had a cop in the headlock, right? You know, you all saw it. Trey Songz's physical altercation with cops started after he allegedly refused to wear a mask. Um, this is from LoveBscott.com. Again, this is not... Okay, you know what? For the sake of time, I'm, I am I got a little bit to say. This could be the hot topic. Why not? It's a little dated. I try to keep the hot topic fresh, but I'm looking. I don't really see anything that's, that's really inspiring as much as this, I guess. Um, uh, more information has come to light following Trey Songz's arrest during the Kansas City Chiefs football game on Sunday. According to Kansas City Police, the altercation started because Trey refused to follow Arrowhead Stadium protocols and wear masks. Wear a mask. Other fans in the venue began to complain and security came over to get him to comply. He wouldn't, so security tried to save, have him removed. Security called the police and they eventually put him under arrest. The police then say Trey resisted arrest um, and allegedly punched an officer and put him in a headlock, which you can see in the video of the incident that's going to be in this, um, the link in the description, um, which uh, more cops were dispatched and they took him to jail. The case has been being referred to the Jackson County prosecutor for further review. Um, uh, you know, what really got my attention was also his reaction a couple of days later 
you know, this nigga is laughing about it on Instagram. As if, you know, as if that shit was cool. Child. Trey Songz pokes fun at arrest after released from jail. After being released from jail, singer Trey Songz celebrated getting released from jail following his arrest at the Kansas City Chiefs game by posting a series of photos on a private jet flying, quote unquote, back home. Trey Songz seems to be unfazed by his recent arrest over a violent altercation with a cop. After he was released from jail on Monday, January 25th, the rapper took to Instagram to share a post which made a subtle reference to their latest, his latest run-in with the law. In the said post, the star, whose real name is Tremaine Alden Neverson, shared a slideshow of photos featuring him in a private jet, which apparently took him to Kansas City, Missouri, prior to the eventful night. There are also pictures of him taken at the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills game. Chief's game was lit, right? He wrote in the caption, which sounds more like a sarcastic comment on his arrest at the AFC championship than an actual reference to the game itself. Trey was taken into custody after he got into a scuffle with a cop at the Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday, January 24th. A video of the incident showed him struggling with this officer who tried to pin him to a seat. The 36-year-old, 36-year-old, was seen trying to fight back, throwing a punch in the cop's head before more cops arrived and managed to separate them. According to eyewitnesses, the cop was the aggressor. It reportedly started with Trey was being heckled by some audience who sat a few rows behind him. The Petersburg native asked them to chill out, but the officer approached Trey and went after him without warning. Sources said Trey appeared to get caught off guard and tried to defend himself. Meanwhile, Kansas City police countered the claims as saying that they that the dusted up the dust up started because Trey refused to wear a mask in the stadium. KCPD told TMZ fans um, they were complaining that com- that K- KCPD told TMZ fans were complaining that Trey wasn't following Arrowhead safety ish rules. When security was called, he allegedly still refused to comply and refused to leave the place. That's when police got involved and told him that he was under arrest. He reportedly punched an officer and put him in a headlock. Trey was arrested for trespassing and resisting arrest, which are both misdemeanors. He also was facing a low-grade felony charge for assaulting a police officer. However, one of the pictures shared by Trey on his latest Instagram post seemed to contradict the police's statement in one photo. The heart attack hitmaker... Had, was seen wearing a mask while posing with security at the stadium. Trey was released on Monday after a picture of him in jail surfaced online. It will be interesting to see if all the charges just get pled um, down and everything goes away with a little bit of community service. Um, how do you get yourself in that kind of pickle? Uh, he wasn't wearing a mask in the picture. The video that I saw. I don't know. I, I don't understand why he didn't have a box. Do they have boxes at the K the KC? I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a sports person. What do y'all think about that? At first, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was kind of sexy. You know, like oh, I thought I thought it was bigger. That's what I thought. Something was going on that was um 
like, I don't know, like about civil rights. I didn't know Trump. I mean, I don't know. Trey was like um, a no mask or like, you know what I mean? Like. I'm sorry. I had to take a sip of my San Pellegrino child. I, I have and I'm having acid reflux. You know, Wednesday is reserved for my Los Rios days. I had Los Rios up here in coming. Georgia, my favorite Mexican restaurant. Shout out to Los Rios for keeping me lit. Um, but I, I just kind of, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. I think, I didn't like that. I can't really explain it. I can't really tell you exactly why. I can tell you, I feel like Trey is someone who has always been like an, a new, he always seems to get himself in pickles. Like, like how the fuck are you in these situations? Like 36, Trey Songs is 36, fighting with the police officers, punching them and putting them in headlocks. I don't know. In that video, I... I don't know. I think we're going to let him get away with it because it's Trey Songs. I think he is a part of the group of black male entertainers that can literally kill a bitch and we will literally just turn away. And that's an issue to me. Like we're not even investigating it or even like looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Like to a certain extent, they are the group with the target on their back, but they are also the group, the, some of the most dangerous people. Like, if, you, if, if to be p- completely honest, like, they do all kind of shit. All kind of weird, messy shit and get away with it. Like, it reminds me back in the day with R. Kelly. I remember, like, people talk, like, when the whole R. Kelly thing happened and, you know, we were supposed to cancel R. Kelly, cancel R. Kelly, cancel R. Kelly. But my whole thing was, this has been something that we knew in 93 about R. Kelly's issues with um, women and, and the authorities and um, his power trips and all these things. Like these are things that we knew about for years and we never held him accountable. And I think what happens with R&B male artists or men in power, they usually get to a point from what I've noticed that men in power tend to get to a point where they are, um, they lose money. They're not as sexy anymore or they lose influence or something like that. They get older and they become um, less of a a cash cow or less of a, like I said, influence. And that's when we tend to throw all this shit on them. Bill Cosby, you know, a lot of R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, like I've noticed a trend in and powerful black men is that while they're in their prime or when they're there at their flame is burning the brightest, they're untouchable. We can't, we don't hold them accountable for anything. Chris Brown literally choked a bitch up at brunch, not a couple of years ago. And nobody has said and done anything. They both have had run-ins with women who accused them of rape and, 
and they have proof and they just disappear. These They throw money at it and disappear. And instead of like holding them accountable, you know, bitches be lying, bitches be lying. You know, they be lying. You know, of course, they're going to be lying on, until we look up and it's um, surviving Trey Songs, surviving Chris Brown. These are women. They have women. We, we did a sh- um, episode last week with Cruci. She did a whole interview about Chris Brown and his ways. Nothing. <laughs> like nothing cancel culture just skips over particular people which is crazy to me i don't know if it's because cancel culture is um rooted in like um black women and black gay men i don't know if that if, if it's spearheaded by that especially in the black community our cult cancel culture is um spearheaded by us like um black gay men um and black Uh, I mean, black women who tend to um, never be able to put their feelings aside when it comes to something like the people we usually cancel are people who we don't sympathize with. And we can always sympathize with a fine ass Trey songs, or we can always sympathize with fine ass Chris Brown, or we can always sympathize with um, all these people who do all these crazy ass things because they're sexy and it's hot. Even myself, like, when I saw the whole thing with Trey Songs, I was like, mm. you know, like, oh, you know, hell yeah. Like, you know, we all love a little bad boy, but we're not setting them up for, we're, like, cancel culture is not doing its part, like, holding people accountable. Because in, he's 36, less than 10 years from now, all this shit's about to hit Trey Songs. It's not going to be cute no more. He's not going to be cute anymore, even though I feel like Trey Songs actually looks better and better every year. But I'm not, I'm not one of those people. I'm not, I've never really, what's the word? I feel like Trey, Trey was never, I feel like niggas like Trey and Chris Brown and all that, we could get anywhere. I see them all the time in Atlanta. Like, you know, like I'm not hating or like, you know, I don't even know how, I don't even, like I tell people all the time, I don't even know what it feels like to hate. I'm just keeping it real. Like Trey is attractive and he's, you know, sexy. There's no nothing, but like, give me, um, give me like a James or Jonathan May Majors or whatever his name is from, yeah, Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country. Give me one of them niggas any day. I don't know, but it's just about taste, I guess. I mean, I don't think Chris Brown, I'm not one of those people who think Chris Brown is sexy. Like, I think he looks like a coquette. Like, he reminds me of people who I would never talk to, like. You know what I mean? Like, he just looks so weird. I don't know. Like, he looks demonic. In a, in, I don't know. Like, I'm not a really big Trey Songs. I love the, you know, brown skin. He looks healthy. You know, like, you know, like, he might not spend his day doing blow all day. You know what I mean? Like, he might eat here and there. Um, but I'm not. And they're, they're very problematic. I feel like uh, a female arm, like how they attack um, someone like Summer Walker or um, Keisha Cole recently, um, like they get attacked for doing like not even a fraction of what these niggas be doing day to day. Bow was just in the key, the verses doing some messy shit like and nobody said anything like nobody ever says anything 
these niggas are problematic as fuck and they stay problematic like nobody says anything nobody ever says anything nobody ever holds these men accountable nobody ever says anything ever nobody if anything we sympathize with them you know what i mean like we we never hold people like that accountable and it's strange like and we will we would tear down summer walker like for any little thing any quirky thing she does or you know i mean to be fair she's done some crazy shit but in comparison like i don't know i i feel like I don't know. I have this big thing about cancel culture. Cancel culture, I think, is selective cancel culture, and it's not a real thing. Um, I think it's some something that makes people like bullies. I think is it's another way of like righteous bullying. I think is what it is. Like now, people don't like a bully; they want someone you bully in the name of righteousness. In a way, if I'm making sense, like you're you're bullying. You, the intent is still to bully, but you're bullying under the guise of righteousness or you're bullying in a sense of um, for the people, for the culture. But in reality, you're just a bully. And if cancel culture, quote unquote, um, wasn't checked like this, this is the new thing. Like, but 10 years ago on Twitter, you were just a Twitter bully. You were a troll. And now you just realigned your energies and just made it into something else. You don't like, like, okay, Danny Lee, you know, like Danny Lee is, that was some bullshit that she pulled. But my thing is, is like, they drug her for days. Like they're still dragging Danny Lee for, and if you don't know, um, keep you up really quickly. Danny Lee, um, she dig herself in a bigger hole. She released a song called Yellow Bone, which was, and it turns out that she wasn't even, she's not black. Like she's Dominican. Or something, which I guess, I mean, but she's like Dominican and white or something like, and her presidential Dominican is like very, very slim. But last week, Danny Lee sparked outrage for posting snippets of a new song called Yellow Bone onto social media. Um, she's like, she did a music video with it. Um, even um, like it's colorist at best. Like, I think uh, it wasn't a good song and um, then she accused everybody of being haters and this, that, and the third. But my issue was like, we didn't hesitate or Twitter or cancel culture did not hesitate to hold her accountable. You know, they shitted on her. They wrote her and wrote her until she apologized. I feel like I don't think a woman, there's not too many women out there, or you know, like that don't. It's like a, that's crazy. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know. Do you know? What I mean, like, okay, tweet me. Let me know what you think. Carmine David at Carmine Davis Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Um, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Let me know what you think about um the. I always say. I'm going to read people's responses the next week, but we just don't have the time in the show. I will. I will. I'm going to save it um, for we're recording um, for my Patreon. You know, we're still doing the Carmine Davis and Al show, but I've changed the format and how I want to do it. So as usual, I always change the format the last minute, which takes forever. But when it comes, I promise you it's coming. But I'm using that to be more interactive. To ha- It's going to be actually carved out to have these conversations about what you guys think. Um, 
I just, I, I don't know. Like, let me know what you think. Am I crazy? Am I barking up the wrong tree? Um, do I think, like, am I wrong? Am I being too feminist? Am I not? I, I just, to me, I think, I can't think of the last time, besides, like, R. Kelly. I can't think of the last time we really just drug a nigga. You know, and, like, and not, like, even Lil Wayne got away with that shit scot-free. Like, Lil Wayne is somewhere right now, like, not giving a fuck about he, him supporting Trump during a time when we needed alliance and more than ever. Like, he is somewhere right now not giving a fuck. Cancel culture does not affect black men in prominence. It's not a thing for black men in prominence. It's not. It's not because y'all like them. They do the foulest, scariest, craziest shit. And manage to be like unscathed, to say the least. If anything, it, it, I think it gets them more attention. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> she even, Danny Lee even went and got the baby involved in her mess, as if in the sense of, you know, this is my dark skinned nigga here to protect me. You know, like, because they don't, they, they, they the baby, for Christ's sakes. The last year, every single day, the baby is doing something crazy. Every single day, the baby is doing something out of this world, insane, violent. Everybody just laughs, you know, and look it up. We make a meme and keep it moving. You know, but these women can't make the singlest mistake. I think what happened with Trey Songs was crazy. And why the fuck was he not in like a box? This nigga was like literally like on row <laughs> A3, you know, like... With no mask on during a game, which I get, you know, like, but I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody uh, read the room. If everybody was wearing a mask, put the fucking mask on and you should be putting the mask on anyway. But if you're not or not, which makes me weird, like, I don't understand like public figures, big thing about being caught in masks. I, I feel like a part of it is also like a... I'm going to say this and I'm just going to move on. Um, I feel like a part of it is is like a, I'm not, do you know who I am kind of thing. Like, if I wear a mask, you'll treat me just like some other nigga. But if I sit here without no mask on, you know, because Trey Songz really single-handedly survives on Mug Alone. You know, I mean, like, let's be real. Like, Trey Songz does not have to release. He can release music every now and then, but... We're not checking for his music like that. You know, I mean, it's about what Trey Songs looks like. You know what I mean? Like, he's literally surviving off a of mug alone. So, I mean, to ask him to cover this up in a public setting, like, that's foreign to him. Like, I don't know. Anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. All right, you guys know um, the second format, if you don't, if you don't know, the second format is reserved for our artist spotlight this is where i kind of talk about um musicians particularly um projects uh theories concepts that i have in my mind <laughs> um regarding uh popular music the stuff that i love um and this week i want to really talk about the verses <laughs> And the versus format as a whole, and what I think, specifically think in 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 terms of 
Keisha Cole and Ashanti. I feel like this is so dated. This is why I wish I could do a show like every day. <laughs> I feel like I don't know how I would ever get to a point where I could do a show every day. I barely make it to do this show. <laughs> but um, I feel like this is so dated talking about the verses. But they this was the first verses that I actually watched. I never have watched any of them. Never. I've never watched not, you know, not knocking. I'm always doing something or I'll forget or like working. I don't know. Like I I never have watched the verses, sat back and watched the verses. And luckily, thank God, it started late. Well, not thank God, but Keisha Cole was like an hour and a half late and Twitter drug her. But like almost like as if they forgot that Ashanti postponed it twice. <laughs> but you know. It says due to to due to uh, COVID and all that she wasn't feeling well over the one time and I really don't know. <sighs> I'm look, look, I'm bored talking about it. <laughs> I, my thing with the whole one, I want to talk about Casey and Ashanti, the verses. I want. I feel like I'm always like rooting for the underdog. And I feel like I'm alone in this, but I'm okay with that. Like, I thought Keisha Cole won. I love, now, backstory, I love both of those girls equally. Big fans of them. You know, I've done a show dedicated to the black female um, singer or songwriter, and they are prominent to me. They are huge. They are big deals to me. Um, I respect and I honor them. But I think Keisha, people have this thing with Keisha Cole where she always loses before she even plays the game. And I want people to just finally admit that, that no matter what Keisha Cole does, no matter what Keisha Cole says, we have gotten this whole Keisha hate train and it has been gone. Like not even a train anymore. It's a whole station, a couple of stations on every block. And around the world. And Keisha Cole can never make it. This woman delivered, even in a versus format, Ashanti could have literally played anything. She could have played a song of her queefing for 20 minutes. And Keisha Cole came back when I changed my mind, which were hits. Keisha Cole played nothing but hits. What is the versus format? Like 20 slots. She didn't play a song that we did not know other than the new song. Ashanti literally played in our face sometimes. Like we have to be for real. Like we have to be honest about it. Ashanti kind of played in our face with a couple of songs. There were a couple of songs that was missing that she knows she, she didn't play good, good. She didn't play like she didn't push. She didn't have to. Keisha Cole lost before she even got there. Because y'all think she's a joke. Nobody takes Keisha Cole seriously. And that makes me sad. This woman is a talented woman. She wrote these songs. Keisha Cole, I don't think she she probably performed one song that she didn't write. And same thing for Ashanti. I think Ashanti wrote all those songs she performed. But my thing is, like, it would never be fair until people can just get over that bullshit that she said and tweeted. Like, me and my friend, we were talking about it and we were discussing it. And she, he feels like, you know, well, it should teach people, you know, that you, you need to be careful with 
you know, when you pick fights, basically, like, because you just never know. But I think <laughs> I th- that's a Nicki Minaj reference, if you don't know, but whatever, you probably do. So let's kick, 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 kick. But no, um, I I think I think Keisha. It makes me sad. I felt like she even appeared downtrodden. You know, like she looked as if she knew she lost. Like she knew the internet was talking shit about her. I don't know. It feels. And it makes me sad. It really makes me sad that this is a woman who pinned some of the best R&B work. Of the, the early 2000, 2010s, and people try to treat her like a joke because she she said something against Beyonce. She had an opposing view against Beyonce and Michelle and Kelly. Like, and and it's like, damn, like, and her attitude. Don't get me wrong. Keisha Cole. But like I said earlier, like if Keisha Cole was a man, she would be a boss. Like there's so many men. Like we even me and my friend also admitted that, you know, if she was a man, and there's a lot of only people who can survive um speaking out or having opposing views on Beyonce are men. Fabulous. A lot of people have said, you know, how they don't fuck with her. People's come careers and y'all need to stop that that is crazy like do y'all realize like y'all are like beyond like stands the beehive or somewhat like the fucking um <laughs> some almost like the people who stormed the capitol like it's almost like a blind allegiance to someone and like don't get me wrong i'm not comparing trump to beyonce not at all let the record reflect at all, I'm comparing y'all <laughs> to the Trump supporters, the beehive to the Trump supporters. Beyonce has never done anything really wrong to anybody. It's not, Beyonce is not the issue. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Beyonce has never, my only issue with Beyonce, and she has, like, my, my only issue is that Beyonce does not come out and tell, ask y'all to stop. That's my only issue. Other than that, Beyonce is a Virgo. She don't, you know, they don't really do nothing to bother nobody. Like, intentionally like people can have opposing views on things like music art um it just it it should not it should not make you want to kill somebody or make you want to um hurt someone or take them down because somebody had an opposing view Every day I hear some bullshit about Britney Spears. Every day I hear some bullshit about Mariah Carey. Every day I hear some bullshit about my favorite artists, Madonna, um, Jennifer Lopez. Like, what do I do? I get on my platform and I, I show them love. I don't attack people for having opposing views because that's the point of art is to have opposing views. You don't have to like the way Michelle, Keisha Cole doesn't have to like the way Michelle. I love Michelle. I love Beyonce. I love the way she... I I love her as a performer. I'm not the biggest Beehive member of. Not, I'm not at all. Like I'm so like I'm a casual Beyonce fan, and it feels like even admitting that out loud is scary. Like you feel like you're about to get jumped by the Beehive or something like that because you have listened to something else. Very Trumpish, Trump supporterish. Like as if 
y'all ready to storm the motherfucking capital you know what i'm saying like it's weird and so what y'all done to keisha is kind of scary this poor woman now her attitude is fucked up but i think her attitude is no more different than a boss ass nigga she's a nigga like she you know what i mean like she's a boss like she don't like something she gonna say it you know what i mean she's assertive you know she might have been a little twist up you know she might have had a couple of drinks but baby keisha cole has been the same since the way it is like we saw that keisha cole was has always been a nigga that's okay people are different that doesn't mean we get to attack her and make her like a woman bring a woman down who literally brought herself out of the trenches of life and now it's like the one thing y'all want to i just it looks crazy like bullying bullying somebody like it's Ugh, like i think she served her time and i want y'all to let keisha cole go okay another thing too is I, I thought they had from i never watched the verses like i said I, I, i've never watched it but from what i've seen in clips and stuff like that i thought there was a lot more pomp and circumstance like i knew um due to covid they couldn't be together and all the sudden the third which i'm glad they weren't because y'all saw that shit like when she was like no you're not you know, like, no, you're not. Like, I'm going first. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. Like, Ashanti was. I liked it though. Don't get me wrong. I loved that exchange. Like, two female bosses. They were handling their bi. Like, I hate that. That people feel like women have to be nice. Like, I think that's so weird. Like, I think that is so strange. Like. I could go on and on and on and on about how I feel like they treat black women because it's so weird. I, I, you know, and y'all know I will. Like, I will go on and on. Like, how y'all treat black women is crazy. Like, y'all, there's no defending it. There's no proof of evidence. Like, there's nothing. Like, the way y'all treat black women is insane. The way y'all speak about black women is crazy. Like, women like Keisha Cole and Ashanti don't have a chance. Before they even said to the mic. So I feel like people chose Ashanti during this versus like as a lesser of two evil. Like no matter what Ashanti played. Am I am I wrong? Tweet me at CarmineDavis.com. I mean at Carmine Davis. Um Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Um Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Let me know if y'all felt that way. Like, did y'all feel like Keisha literally lost? No matter what she does, she's going to lose before she even steps to the plank because of what she's done in the past but i felt like even the the verses i don't know i love that ashanti played ain't it funny but i felt like it was i think she kind of got 10 points in just for the gall like to play ain't it funny but she had a reason like she told the story about how she recorded it first and all the sudden the third and it was supposed to be for her and like she had a backstory about it because it kind of pertained to what her and keisha cole were talking about and you know blah 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 but i thought that, that was such a mess and i thought it was like right on time because you know everybody on twitter is not having it because j-lo did not sing all of her songs y'all know how i feel you know i think j-lo is beyond slander I don't think it's I don't think it's right. Like I I don't think it's right that she cuz at at this point I'm going to keep it real like 
like th- th- what really <laughs> kills me is that there's a lot more songs that JLo has done that to on like that don't get the uh, besides Ashanti songs that don't get the clout. That's the scary part. As a JLo fan, even listening to the songs when they came out, I literally knew Carrie Hilson was singing all down her Brave album. You know what I'm saying? Like a bunch of women, she would come in and and bring up somebody's voice and bring turn Silk way down, bring Billy all the way up. You know, like it it was very much that. And, but I didn't think it was a secret. Like, I feel like it's so weird how, like I said, cancel culture is swift with black women, like so swift or women of color, you know, cancel culture is so swift with women. Like they're just swift. Like as soon as they get a notion every single day, they are not letting off of JLo. They are not letting off on them. Not at all. Worst case scenario, what would have happened if she was a man is that they would have made some funny memes about it and it would have been a butt of the joke and we would have still loved this person. We would have kept on moving. But they really want JLo's blood. They want an explanation. They want her whole career taken down. Like, you can't do that. Like, to me, regardless of what people say, Jennifer Lopez's legacy still stands. Besides, it goes beyond the music. The music was good. She put together a great song. Like, it's a great pro- project. Like, she put together beautiful visuals. She put, you know, gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> you know, like, she, it, it's Jennifer Lopez. It, the songs are there. We listen to, you know, let her legacy die. Like, I mean, I mean, not die. Let her legacy live. Like, give Jennifer her tens. Like, you know, like, but we also have to hold her accountable. Girl, she did. They did turn Silk way down, bring Billy all the way up on her ass. So, I don't know. Um, but that aside, uh, I thought Ashanti, I give her her tens for even being ballsy, letting us know she did. She did have a reason for bringing up the whole, uh, you know, I did the song. You know, she had a backstory. So, and I think it's important for them people to know that she not only wrote songs for herself, she wrote songs and hits for others. So that I feel like that does put her up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it does make her in the lead. It gave her her her, her points. But I still feel like Keisha Cole had the better the better discography or the better selection. I don't know if she had the better discography. Um, they looked great. Girl, didn't they look motherfucking good? T- Keisha Cole and the motherfucking titties, child. I thought, I mean, like, God damn. Like, Keisha looked good. Um, You know, I just wanted to look, like, them titties look good. Like, I'm like, damn, is my pussy gay? Like, um, Ashanti looking like a fucking Godiva bar. She looked like I wanted to lick her motherfucking legs. Like, they looked good. And that's a shot. That's, that, that's, um, you know, and that's on Libra women. Like, Libra women are amazing. Like, they both look like they just stepped into 2001, 2003, 2006. Like, they they looked so good. Like, amazing. I didn't really, I thought Ashanti really did look like she was going to the mall afterwards. As far as her outfit is concerned. Um, you know, but it was it shot from the neck down. I mean, no, you know. Hey, you know, whatever. Um, 
what else do we miss? Okay, we talked about Keisha's attitude, child, because she Keisha did goes. She was an hour late, but she goes by like the golden rule, the workplace rule. You show up late, you come in mad, nobody's fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you are an hour or so late from your job, like come in mad. I mean, like slamming stuff, attitude, run to your desk, run to your you know station, you know roll your eyes, you know throw stuff down. Nobody's gonna fuck with you and get right to work. You get right back to motherfucking work. Like, nobody's going to say anything. They might talk to you about it later. But, you know, that's the golden rule. She And she, I mean, Keisha came in like we were waiting on her motherfucker. Like, I mean, like she was waiting on us. Like, y'all ready? You know what I mean? Like, damn, bitch. Okay. Like, you know, whatever. Um, What else am I missing from this whole thing? Like, okay. Oh, child, did y'all hear? Okay, so that was the mess. Okay, so did y'all hear the part where Ashanti was like, shout out to Ciroc for that Ciroc check? And Keisha Cole said, I didn't get a Ciroc check. And Ashanti said, well, I did. What type of shit was that? I felt like Ashanti was dead wrong. Like, girl, Ashanti, get your motherfucking check. Get Diddy on the line. Because, you know, I mean, come on, you know, I, I I can't imagine neither one of them needs to miss a check. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, nobody do. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I want y'all to stop bullying that girl. Like, they bullying her as a rock? You know what I'm saying? Like, they won't even give her her check. Cash app that won't. Cash app Keisha Cole, her couple of grand. And that's crazy as hell. And we in a fucking pandemic. Like, you know, girl, Keisha, get your motherfucking check. Y'all need to stop playing with Keisha Cole's money. I thought that was crazy. I thought that was so fucking crazy. Um, What else? I think that's all I want. I just, to me, the verse is whole. I thought, it, it, I don't know. Like, it's a celebration. But when it's the two females, I, I, even with, like, even with Brandy and Monica, I didn't feel like it was that catty. But anyway, that is how I perceive it. Um, I felt like what was very telling to me was even the way they post verses. Like how Keisha Cole didn't even acknowledge Ashanti. And Ashanti was very like, you know, pro-woman about it. And, you know, this is such a moment and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, rattling off the numbers and thanking Keisha. I mean, and Ashanti act like Keisha wasn't even there. So, I, Keisha Cole's attitude is funky, but... You know, if it was Gucci and Jeezy, child, you would make, you know, y'all would laugh at it. Um, I don't know how I feel about the versus thing. I like it, though. I mean, I guess it's nice to see two big celebrities interact. You know what I mean? I guess that's how it is. And but I don't know. I don't think I'll watch another one. I, I will watch Escape versus SWV. I feel like that'll have a little bit more couth, a little bit more, you know, even though I feel like Escape and SWV. I don't know. I don't feel like they're equally yoked. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe they are. 
these are one of the, they're one of the group that I'd have to see the track listing. You know what I mean? But I don't feel like they're equally yoked. I don't know. Anyway, let me know what y'all think about the Ashanti and uh, versus Keisha Cole versus. Uh, tweet me Carmine Davis. Um, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Carmine Davis show. Well, let me know what y'all think. Um, and Akisha, girl, get your Ciroc check. Call Diddy. You know, withhold that pub. Girl, you know what I'm talking about. Withhold that pub until we get on that Ciroc check because we can't be losing no check. It's the pandemic, girl. Anyway, moving on. Okay, you know, our last segment is our love, relationship, and sex segment. And I want to talk to y'all about something. Like, imagine that some of y'all might be better off alone. Like, imagine that. Like, a concept. I think people, what, what drives me crazy is that in this world, people can handle being broke. They can handle being destitute. They can handle um, losing. They can handle um, like, but they cannot handle being alone. Like the idea and the notion that maybe you will not get married is the ultimate like coup de grace to people. Like it's where do we become so afraid of like, why is it like marriage is the ultimate goal? Why do people put so much emphasis on male attention and um, acquiring a partner? Like as if that is the ultimate statement of being a, being someone, being someone worthy. People are, are always like, I think that's crazy. What if there are some people that you are like that, that are happier single than in a relationship? And what if that was perfectly fine? This is an article by Bustle.com. Shout out to Bustle.com. And we want to, I want to talk about it. Whether you tried coupling up and realized you prefer your own company, are recovering from a breakup and need some time to regroup and date yourself, or have dated here and there and haven't found the one. There are so many reasons why people choose to stay single. In fact, several studies show that there are more singles today than ever before. According to 2017, this is an article from 2017, data from the Pew Research Center, 61% of American people under 35 choose to be single. But while pop culture would have you believe in that everyone who's single is out here looking for a life partner, plenty of people have other priorities. In a recent Bustle survey, 60% of people who said they are single and not dating also said they're currently prioritizing self-care. Imagine that. Imagine spending, I don't know, like your life taking care of yourself and putting yourself first and getting to know yourself before you let somebody come in and shape and who you are and strip away your life and your freedom. Society tends to treat being single as a phase, but for some, it's a life choice and a valid one at that. Some people are genuinely happier single than in relationships, and that can be normal and healthy. Antonia Hall, psychologist, relationship expert, and author of Sexy Little Guy books, 
tells Bustle, for some people, being single allows life to feel full and satisfying as it is. She also stresses that just because you're single, it doesn't mean that you have to be lonely or unfulfilled. The beauty of life is that there are there is no one size fits all answer. And as long as life is filled with activities that bring you genuine com- contentment, you're doing it right. Okay, so here are some signs that you are better off basically alone. One, you like have a complete control of your time. Two, you enjoy seeing who you want when you want. You three, you focus on personal and professional goals more so than anything else. Four, you feel like you need to be alone to be who you really are. Five, you enjoy exploring your interests. Six, you get excited with an ex person is not available to see you. <laughs> you read, let me read that again. You get excited when ex person is not available to see you. Like think back to when you were casually dating or in a relationship with someone. If you are more excited to spend time alone versus when you're with them, you might prefer being single. Seven, you prefer to make guilt-free decisions. Similar to controlling your schedule and deciding how to spend your free time, when you're happily single, you can also make guilt-free decisions, Edward says, without having to consider anyone else. Eight, you don't make a lot of time to date. Yes, you may be busy juggling work, your social life, your family, and other obligations. However, if you don't make dating a priority, you may prefer being single, and that's totally fine. Nine, you're still learning who you are. When it comes to being happier when single, Edward believes it's mostly about loving your freedom. It's not just simply being out of a relationship, but what that freedom can provide, he tells Bustle. You have more time to get your shit together and become the person you want to be. I don't, I don't understand why I was just talking to someone about this, like right now on Tinder. Actually, this guy was just talking about how he always wants, you know, he just feels unfulfilled because he doesn't have anyone to be with. This nigga is 23. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, who talks like that? Like, that's crazy to me. Why? Why? Why do people? I think all of those points are common sense. Who wants to feel guilty about making decisions for themselves? Who wants to have to deal with someone that they don't want to deal with? Who, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't make it make sense. Like, why? Like, nobody makes it make sense for me. Because society tells you that you need to be with someone. You know, you have, you know, everyone who, you know, gets married hates coming home sometimes. No. Like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not, that's not right. Like, you should not want hate to come home to a place that you pay for ever you know what I'm like stop like I wish people would stop most people the thing is people do like I don't now don't get me wrong like I feel like people think that you know I'm anti-relationship I'm not I am someone who believes in real love real love comes with two people who are in love with themselves first who could literally sit there and be content with themselves. Like, why is that so scary? I remember 
Um, I was talking to this guy and I, who I actually think is the one, you know, I really, you know how you have those people who you look back and you think they're the soulmate and our big thing, we plan on moving together. And then all of a sudden he was like, I want to have two rooms. And I thought this was the biggest, like, no, no one all really because we, it would be more expensive. Cause I'm a Capricorn. I thought that was stupid. I was like, why would we pay more to get two rooms? But you know, I I sat back and thought about it, and I'm like, I look back, and that was one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made, was I should have been like, all right, babe, let's get two bedrooms. Like, people think that it's so taboo and all that, and I was one of those people for a while, but then I sat back and I thought about it. Why? Why? Like, why? Who wants to be around somebody all day? Why? Because it's it's something that people have done all the time unsuccessfully for years, for decades, for centuries, like unsuccessfully been. And people want to talk about, let's do something different. You know, we let's do I'm into monogamy, you know, open relationships and shit like that. How about let's do something completely different and be one person, a full person before we actually get into a committed relationship with somebody else. That's something that's taboo and different. Let's be fulfilling ourselves before we go and try to find someone else to fill us up. Why do we not take care of our own selves and pay our own fucking bills before we need someone else to split it for us? Like trying to find someone to help us split these bills. Let's manage our own. Let's reassure ourselves, even myself. Words of affirmation is my love language, but that doesn't mean that I'm looking for every nigga to fulfill me and make me feel better about myself. No, it's just that's my love language. That's what I like. But if a nigga don't tell me nothing, a nigga ain't got to tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that so like why when I talk like why do people act like that is just so alien? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, why? Why? Tweet me at Carmine Davis, um, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Why, why, why do y'all put so much emphasis on being in some horrible relationship? In a relationship where you feel obligated to do something for someone else that you don't want to do. Why do you have to do it like Cause, and then, and if, if I can be honest with you, when you truly love somebody, nobody can make you feel obligated. You want to do it. You genuinely want to be there. You want to go home. Like stop trying to make that, like, that's not a reality. You know what I mean? Like stop making it seem like there's not people out here who actually can't wait to go home to their spouse. They're called best friends because they are each other's best friends. Because they know e- themselves, they know each other. They're laying with people who they know. These are their p- the people they've gotten, they've taken the time to get to know themselves. And they've taken the time to get to know each other. Like, why do people make it seem like that is just so alien? Because you don't want to be alone. Bitch, go see a therapist. Go see a therapist. Go and figure out what you have to do to be fulfilled. Like, that's scary to me. That's crackhead energy, and people don't like to talk about it. Like, I think that's weird. I think that is so strange. People are not independent, and people think that that's okay. Because, it keep, you know what I mean? Like, it keeps the cycle going. Everybody's dependent on each other. But then people are just going fucking crazy. That's why everybody was going crazy during this fucking quarantine. Like, stop. Let me go. I don't know. I I don't know. 
I don't know. Let me know. Like, again, tweet me, Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Let me know what you think. I, I'm not, and I promise you, like, I'm not someone, I believe in love. I think love is one of the best things in the world, but I'm not naive either. Like, love is not a substitute for self-esteem. Love is not a self a substitute for doing your work. Nobody's going to come and fix your life for you without something in return. There will always be that. And then that something in return is, is not what you want it to be. Like, bitch, get on your motherfucking feet and do for yourself. Like, and it's okay. Stop making people feel bad because they're single and they are cool with that. Like, I, when I'm ready to get a nigga, I get a nigga. If I don't want to be with a nigga, I don't want to be with a nigga. If I don't like somebody, stop trying to make me feel bad because, you know, you sitting up at the house with some nigga that you don't like, or, you know, you sitting at the house with some bitch you don't like. And I'd rather be at the house with, I got two bitches that I'd love my two fucking dogs and we good. We are motherfucking good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm fulfilled. I'm trying to figure out who the fuck I am as a person and step to somebody on some real shit. Like, this is who I am and this is what I can provide. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But anyway, that's my show. <laughs> that is my show. Um, I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Um, we got a lot of exciting things in the pipeline. Um, I'm trying to get this, like, interview i have three interviews like irons in the fire and oh my god it's just why did i start a podcast during a pandemic like it's a mess but i promise y'all i'll get somebody i'm not i'm not that podcast if you're just leaning in tuning in i'm not that podcast that comes in this is what you get every week like but every now and then i'm gonna sprinkle something special for y'all like a little treat a little happy and that's a celebrity guest but i'm not this ain't that you know like i ain't one of the people who need celebrities every week for clout and to help me no we are going to talk and it's going to be some real authentic bullshit like we party and bullshit we talk real like we real talk we keep it trill we're trill keeping it like <laughs> like we doing it all like i'm not i'm not that girl i don't need no celebrity to boost up nothing but if they want to come and keep it real and if they want to come and party with Barbie, oh my God, this is the this is the fifth like Nicki Minaj reference. I've, I'm becoming a Barb. Oh my God, I'm becoming a Barb. Oh my God, oh my God. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. Anyway, love y'all. I will see y'all next week. Bye.